Okay. Hi, everyone. So today I thought I'd say something um, very briefly about freedom and responsibility. These notions strike me as uh, crucially important, and it might be interesting to take a look at what some heavyweight thinkers say about them. So, well, here goes then. Okay, well, let me start with the French existentialist, Simone de Beauvoir. So, de Beauvoir says that when we're born, we're essentially thrown into a world of already-made values. Values that are imposed upon us from the start, and which, of course, we just um, naturally conform to. Okay, but we all know what eventually happens, right? At some point, the, uh, the stage set collapses. That's to say, at some point, usually at uh, early adolescence, we begin to realize that our parents aren't quite the perfect beings that we thought they were. And so because of this, we begin to question some of the things that we've been told and some of the values that we've been taught. We begin to see that nothing has been preordained. We start to see that everyone's been making things up as they go along, putting labels on things that can just as easily be taken off. Now, de Beauvoir calls all of this the discovery of our own subjectivity. In other words, it's when we begin to recognize our own freedom, and therefore our own responsibility for things. Okay, but here's the thing. This recognition isn't easy for many of us. No, the reality is that many of us want to remain enclosed in what uh, Jean-Paul Sartre called our facticity. We want to collapse back into the giveness of our former situation, to that um, infantile world that we spent so long in. Now, why do we want to do this? Well, because it's easier and more comfortable. That's to say, it's easier to reduce ourselves to, a, to an object-like being that doesn't have to choose and to act, but rather just conform and be led around by others. Sartre calls this living in bad faith. De Beauvoir calls this sort of person the subman, and, uh, and Nietzsche's famous term for it is the last man. Now, whatever the particular designation, the general meaning is, is clear. It's when we think of ourselves as determined by our situation. It's when we say to ourselves that we, we have to be a certain sort of person or that our, our role makes us do what we do. It's when we don't want to recognize the source of strength inside of us to struggle against the external forces of determination. It's when we conform and follow fixed rules and unconditional values rather than make an attempt to understand and interpret those rules and values for ourselves. In uh, Nietzsche's words, this passive subjection to external rules is to submit to what he calls the, the thou shalt rather than the um, I will. But again, the basic point in all of this is that we don't want to deal with our freedom and the magnitude of the responsibility that comes with it. Such a magnitude, in fact, that it can make freedom feel, as Sartre says, 
overwhelmingly heavy. Like a form of condemnation, actually. But as overwhelming and demanding as it is, the goal is not to remain enclosed in our giveness, but instead to struggle against external influences and to have the confidence in our powers and qualities as a human being and to assert ourselves, to recognize the power of our freedom. We need to acknowledge then that our nature is not fixed like a tree's or a rock's is. No, we're creatures with the ability to choose and to transcend ourselves and our situation and to decide what we shall become. That is our unique nobility. It's to become a self-determining agent. It's to choose humanness over thingness, subjectivity over objectivity. It's to choose being a subject over being an object. And what part of this means is to not be afraid of or run away from what uh, Carl Jaspers calls boundary situations, that is, moments of discomfort or conflict or suffering. You know, those, those crucial times which constitute and demand real choice-making, and so the opportunity to become an authentically existing individual. It means not losing ourselves in the attrition of status quo living patterns, or, or hiding behind the anonymity of the masses, or taking up the role of cogs in a machine or slaves of the technological function. And exercising our freedom also means coming to terms with the fact that, that our own choices will often not meet with general approval or, or coincide with the expectations of others. But I would say that all of this is a small price to pay for, for actualizing our unfulfilled potential and ultimately the potential of our species. I mean, to embrace the fluidity of existence is a liberating thing. Sure, living up to our freedom is a weighty thing, absolutely. But remember that there can also be immense relief in knowing that however dominant our tradition is, or how invasive the status quo around us gets, that we don't have to be crushed by it. That things don't have to be that way anymore. That there's an indeterminate potentiality to everything. Even to what we think is most immutable.